Episode 11 Who is this liar? Genesis 3 verses 1 to 6 Now the snake was the most clever of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day the snake spoke to the woman. He said, Did God really say that you must not eat fruit from any tree in the garden? The devil was created good. However, something else which was good drew the evil out of him. The good, which the devil saw in the rule and authority of God, drew out the evil of envy in the devil. And his own beauty and splendor in comparison to others drew out the evil of pride. The good in God and the good of his creation drew out the evil. What God intended for his creation is the good of the order of the creation. However, the good order of the creation requires that some things will fail. Stars exploding, for example, or trees dying to make mulch for new trees to grow. So God causes in things the proper order of the universe, and by the nature of that proper order, by accident, things corrupt. Once the devil was corrupted through no fault of God, he went about his business of corrupting God's crown of creation, man. By subverting God's authority over the physical world, he would gain rule over it, including man, because man was given dominion over the other parts of the creation. He wanted to rule and be like God, and this was how he could do it. This is proven in the devil's tempting of Jesus when he said, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship me, all will be yours. Luke verse 6 of chapter 4 When man fell, the devil gained rule over the earth. First words the devil spoke to the woman are described as cunning. He said to her, Did God really say that you must not eat fruit from any tree in the garden? But this isn't at all what God said. What God said was, You may eat the fruit from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat the fruit from the tree which gives the knowledge of good and evil. The devil knew he couldn't destroy man as he was because the natural order of things says that in order to die, one must sin. The devil had to tempt them to sin, and once they sinned, they would be under his authority and would also die. As Jesus himself said, the devil was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. Once Adam, as the federal head of mankind, was one, then all mankind was his. This is how he worked then, and this is how he works now. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, For Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light, 
Verse 2. The woman answered the snake, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God told us, You must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. You must not even touch it, or you will die. Notice that she added a rule about not touching the tree. The reason why this is important is because we are dealing with God's word, which Proverbs 30 warns us about. Every word of God can be trusted. He protects those who come to him for safety. Do not add to his words. If you do, he will correct you and prove that you are a liar. But the snake said to the woman, You will not die. God knows that if you eat the fruit from that tree, you will learn about good and evil. Then you will be like God. The first thing the serpent says is a lie. He denies there is any danger in disobeying. The second thing the devil says is actually true. God knows that if you eat the fruit from that tree, you will learn about good and evil. Then you will be like God. Adam and the woman weren't told this, and it was therefore something God had held back for his own purposes. The purpose of placing Adam and the woman in the garden was so that they could worship and serve him. To the woman, being like God would mean that she and Adam would also be worshipped and served. The devil has tempted her with pride, and he also has revealed something that God didn't reveal to her. We have to remember that throughout scripture, God keeps certain things hidden in order to unveil his plan in his own timing and to satisfactorily bring about what he determines. This was also the case with Adam and the woman. By his cunning, the devil will undermine what he can't actively overthrow. And this is the pattern he always follows. He gets people to doubt God first and then, eventually, to deny him. He starts with skeptics and produces atheists. Many people would rather follow the lies of the devil than the truth of God and his eternal word. In the end, only death will result from not following the clear word of God as he reveals it to us. Verse 6 The woman saw that the tree was beautiful. She saw that its fruit was good to eat and it would make her wise. So, she took some of its fruit and ate it. She also gave some of the fruit to her husband who was with her and he ate it. During these temptations, the devil twisted God's word. He mishandled it and misapplied it in an attempt to subvert God's work. At the same time, he used his same old tricks against Jesus. But it was Jesus who prevailed and the devil who failed. Jesus defeated the devil at his own game. There are two ways open for each of us to do the will of God and abide forever. The first is to do what Jesus did every time he was tempted, to properly quote and apply scripture to the situation. But the only way you can do this is to know what the word says. If you're not reading and memorizing your Bible, you are setting yourself up for continual defeat. Despite the depressing circumstances which surround the fall of man and all its subsequent woes, Without the fall, we can never fully appreciate the greatness and the glory of God. We've all sinned already. We've all failed the test. How can we 
do the will of God and abide forever if we've already violated the word of God? The answer is Jesus. The work God wants you to do is this, to believe in the one that God sent. John 6, verse 29. And now we end this episode with Hebrews 12, verse 2. Let us look only to Jesus. He is the one who began our faith. And he makes our faith perfect. Jesus suffered death on the cross. But he accepted the shame of the cross as if it were nothing. He did this because of the joy that God put before him. And now he is sitting at the right side of God's throne. Hallelujah and Amen.